Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So you might uh, apply the counsel of St. Paul to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us what to pray for. And particularly as you listen to this message, as you listen to the good news of Jesus for you, let's open our hearts to the power and the presence of the Spirit. Heavenly Father, we open our hearts to you. We open our minds to your message. We pray, Father, that your patience and your loving kindness and the way you see us will come true. We pray, Father, that you give us the grace to become as you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So there are three parables put together in this uh, gospel. And the emphasis of Jesus, uh, if I can summarize this three gospel in one sentence, the emphasis of Jesus here is that of the virtue of patience and also discovering our potential and making them into reality. See, that's how God sees us. No? He sees us as we are. He knows our past. Every one of us deal with something that we have in the past. He also knows our present, you know, the things that we are struggling with, our success, our joys, our victory, but also our pains and our sorrows and even our sins. God sees us as we are. You know, he doesn't ignore what's happening within us, but he actually cares for us. That's the message in the Book of Wisdom, no? God cares for everything. And if he cares for the world, he especially cares for you. He is really concerned for you, and he cares for you. And the good news is that we are men and women who is a work in progress. We are under construction. If you look into this image of a beautiful masterpiece who is in the process of um, being created, being designed, if you go into a construction site or even a studio, you can see all the mess. No? and the shape is just forming. But with the master builder, the artist, you know, he or she can see in his vision, in his image, the complete work, the complete product, the completed building, the completed work of art. So we can see here in the the gospel, especially when Jesus explained the parable of the darnel and the wheat, you know, 
he already explained it to us, that there is presence of goodness in the world. You know, the Son of Man sowed good seeds. But there is also a presence of the enemy, the evil one, who tried to resist you know, the forces of God's goodness, who tries to block or even to disfigure God's work of art and masterpiece. But the Lord emphasizes here his tolerance, his virtue. He said, there will come a harvest. And that's real, huh? There will come the end of time when we will see God face to face and we will be judged. But in the meantime, how does the Lord deal with us? How does the Lord treat us? How does the Lord relate to us, especially if we come in contact, you know, if we come to realize and notice within us the goodness of God, yes, but also our weakness, our woundedness, the things that we struggle with. There was a, a famous uh, line um, in one of Oscar's, or Oscar Wilde's uh, play. You know, it's a, not a popular play, but uh, the quote was more popular than the play. He says that um, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. So we'll use it in this context in that patience and tolerance and mercy of God In the book of wisdom, it said, In your power, Lord, you govern us with leniency. The Lord is very powerful. The Lord is very, very much magnificent in all his works. But he exercises his authority through leniency. And I researched the word lenience. Leniency, it says the fact or quality of being more merciful or tolerant than expected. Maybe for us, no, when we have that power, no, we can be aggressive. No? Maybe for some of us, if we have that power, we can be domineering. But that's not the case with the Lord. No? He shows his power for what we consider sometimes as weakness. He shows his power when he is being more merciful than expected. I remember this story, and it's very close to my heart. And I probably shared this to you before, but uh, let's listen to this you know, in the context of God seeing you as you are, but dealing with you, approaching you as what you could be. I have a, a friend who is a youth minister when I, when I was doing youth ministry in university. And one time she told the story of, uh, about her family and her experience of how grace and mercy can transform a person. 
she has a brother who kind of got into um, drug addiction and substance abuse. And she really loved her brother and the family really loves the brother. And there were three sisters and a brother. And from time to time, she would come home and then the brother was there. She tried to talk to him, convince him to change. No. But the mother just kept welcoming her son, you know, arrange the bed, feed, feed him, uh, then encourage him. You know. And after a few years, the sister said to the mother, Mom, I, I give up. You know, I don't think my brother would change. And then the mom just kept doing what she's good at, just loving and being patient and merciful. And she said to her daughter, no, I really, I really believe he can change. I really want him to have a good family. I really want him to experience the Lord as well as you have experienced the Lord. And I believe, I believe, you know, that, uh, there will come a time that he would, he would change. Then a few years later, um, the sister was, uh, my friend was really fed up and you know, the brother went there, and then um, it was a mess. And then in her anger, she turned to her mom and said, Look, mom, you know, he's bringing a lot of shame to the family, and um, he has no more hope. Like, just give up on him. And the mother, in her tears, uh, looked at her daughter and said, Do not say that to me again because I don't give up on the one I love. I never give up on the one I love. A few years later, he went into, the son went into rehabilitation, and then uh, before I left for uh, my training here in Australia, I have a chance to see the family, and he has a good family uh, with some children, and it was really beautiful to see him change. And that's just an example of like a mother. God sees us like that mother. God sees us at what, what we could be. You see, if we just too much focus on judging ourselves, condemning ourselves, then we might lose sight of the beauty and the work of art that God is already doing within us. You see, in the parable, um, the son of man, you know, the owner, you, know, you say, don't, don't pull them up. You, know? you might pull up the wheat as well. You see, when the darnel and the wheat is growing up, you know, it's not very easy to distinguish um, which one is which until the harvest. No. And you see there, there's a patience. No, wait until the harvest. That's how the Lord deals with us. No. He can see the harvest. He can see the completed building. He can see the masterpiece. He can see the work of art. That's why the second reading says, the Spirit come to us to help us in our weakness. No. There is help available for you and me 
to experience conversion, to experience God's work of transformation. I'm having a conversation with a brother priest this morning and talking about the image of under construction. For some of us, we can see our faults very quickly and we can get stuck into the fault. And then we have this voice in our head, this nagging feeling in our hearts. No, I'm not good enough. I don't measure up. I'm not really a good person. I'm not worthy in my following of the Lord. And that may be true. We all experience that. But if our head is just so focused on our weakness, we might also miss the grace and the beauty that is already being done by the Lord within us. You see, for St. Paul says, no, we are being changed from one degree of glory to another. If we're so easily and very hastily judge ourselves, no, and try to pull out the darnel, we might destroy the wheat as well in our lives, in our hearts. The patience and the leniency of the Lord can bring us to true repentance where we can acknowledge, yes, this is my stuff. False and all. But at the same time, if we have the mind of God, if we have the eyes of Christ, to be able to see that even like the mustard seed, the smallest beauty in you can make a big difference. Even the smallest yeast can influence a greater good. You see, the Lord sees us like that. He doesn't give up on us because he loves us. You might lose hope within ourselves, our capacity. You might lose hope in our abilities, but that's not the case with the Lord. He gives us mercy, leniency, tolerance, compassion, so that we can pick ourselves up again and walk with him to continue the journey of transformation. The other side of the image of under construction, a work in progress, is that for some of us who, you know, from time to time, we can see ourselves better than others, and I, I do that a lot, no? then we might fail to see also the grace that is available for us to go deeper with God. You see, when you experience failures or mistakes or even sin, no? and then we are able to avail of the mercy of God for us, then our reliance is not so much on our abilities anymore, of what we can produce, of what we can achieve. No? We can develop what we call a humble dependence on the mercy and the leniency of God. This is very hard sometimes, no? For some of us who likes to achieve, to produce, and to compare, and to judge ourselves by what we do and what we can accomplish. But there's an invitation for you to go deeper in this journey, to go deeper in this uh, construction of our hearts, of our minds, 
towards the beauty, towards the goodness and the greatness that God is inviting us. What is beautiful here in the gospel is that the Lord have this patience. No, he can deal with us aggressively. He can condemn us. He can judge us no, because he is so good. But that's not how God exercises power, his authority. I really like that passage in 1 Corinthians, uh, I think chapter 1. It said, what people consider as foolishness of God is actually his strength. No? And the foolishness of God is that of Jesus on the cross. It is precisely through his mercy, it is precisely through his compassion, it is precisely by embracing who we are and where we are in our brokenness, in our sinfulness, in our weakness, no, by embracing our humanity on the cross, he was able to transform. He was able to defeat sin and death. And this grace is available for you and for me. That's the beauty here of the Eucharist, is that we can come as we are before Jesus. No? At the beginning, we repent. At the beginning, we hear his voice. No? Then we make a response of faith. And then towards communion, we receive him. I know it's very difficult now to receive Jesus in the sacrament, but he is not bounded, especially in our case. He is not bounded by physical communion. That's why we have spiritual communion. And let that hunger for the Lord, let that hunger for his mercy, for his compassion in our lives, transform you from one degree of glory to another. So my encouragement for you is that if you are a person like this who kind of just see and too much focus on what is wrong with you, the faults that is within you, I invite you to receive his mercy, his leniency, his patience for you. Because the Lord sees you as you could be. There's so much beauty that is to be unfolded in your life. Don't stop there. Move forward with the Lord. And if you're this person who can see that you need some depth, you know, you need a lot of grounding, you need humility, you need patience in dealing with others, you know, exercise your judgment, exercise your authority like that of the Lord. And towards the Book of Wisdom, the, the reading today says, the virtuous man, you know, if, if, it's like, if it is that like you, O Lord, you exercise your power with leniency, then the holy man, the virtuous man, the good man, should exercise kindness towards others. I invite you, as the Lord has dealt with you with mercy and kindness and goodness and patience and leniency, let's do that as well to others. 
a word of encouragement, an embrace of support, even an act of kindness can bring another person to a better place with God. So I encourage you as you continue in this worship, I invite you, you open your hearts again to the Lord. The Lord is compassion and love. He is slow to anger and he is rich in mercy, as the psalm says today. I invite you that this time on our journey towards completion, stay with Jesus. Allow Jesus' mercy and kindness to pick you up and help you move forward so that you can be patient with yourself and at the same time do that to others. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.